This is Dan Jurgens. You are listening to and enjoying the Top 5 Comics Podcast. Welcome to Top 5 Comics Podcast. People talking about comics, pop cultures, and events. With us today with the Master Disaster, Josh45. What is up? And CBS. Hi. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. Uh, see, today we are doing episode number 163. And we're going to be going over the uh, Winter Soldier Falcon. Not the comic book, but the Disney Plus show. So we're chit-chatting about that. So if you haven't seen Winter Soldier Falcon, you might want to stop after the news. Otherwise, it's going to spoil all of it. Not like 100%. Yeah, so spoiler alert, spoiler spoiler Right. You do like the noise. Pew! Spoiler alert! Right. I'll probably run that after we get done with the news stuff, I guess. Um, see, as far as like news stuff, I mean, I've got a few things comic book related, and there's a couple things we were talking about before we started. Um, so, uh, Marvel's announced a new, uh, new X-Men series, so we're going to have the current Jonathan Hickman series end, and uh, we're going to rebrand with the new number one. Moving forward with X-Men, we're going to have a new writer, Jerry Duggan's taking over, or Dugan is taking over, and the artist is going to be Pepe LaRoss, a fantastic artist. I like Jerry, I like I like him as a writer, like he's done a lot of Deadpool. As far as writers, I mean, he's, he's a guy writing Marauders, so if you like Marauders, then you're going to like it, um, style-wise. So, I think that's cool. I think the new number one is just because we're moving past the Hickman stuff. I think the shaping of this team is actually probably going to come out of the event that's getting ready to happen, which is the uh, Hellfire Gala. So after that ends, I think that's where this is going to come from, shape-wise. Uh, they announced who the team is. At this point, they're saying it's going to be Cyclops, Marvel Girl, so uh, Jean Grey, Sunfire, Rogue, Sink, Polaris, and Wolverine. But Laura Kinney Wolverine, so X-23, but... You know, the moniker masks. So we'll have Wolverine, but it'll be it'll be her, which is kind of cool. I mean, I liked her costume when she was the all-new Wolverine. So I guess we're getting some more of that as far as a team. And they're making it seem like this is going to be a little more back-to-standard business with X-Men saving the world. So I like that, too. Maybe a little more adventure stuff, just in general. But uh, yeah, I think that'll be pretty cool. They're saying the book's going to come out uh, July 7th. Uh, issue 1's four ninety nine. For the like normal covers, and it's 48 pages, so it's a double size issue. So that's cool. So it's a summer release, you know, launching, well, I guess, the middle of summer, I guess. In other news so Hasbro has sold Death Row Records. Um, if you didn't know that, Hasbro used to own Death Row Records. Well, who um, owns Hasbro, though? I don't know. Why don't you look that up? I don't, I don't know if it's another subsidiary or not, maybe. Mm-hmm. But they also owned Music War One Music, so E, then capital O N E, Music. So One Music they owned. One Music bought Death Row Records, and since Hasbro Hasbro owned One Music, the two things were combined because of that, which is how they got their hands on it in the first place. Just funny that it was Hasbro that owned them. Uh, but the uh, group that's bought Death Row Records, or one music, because they bought the whole thing. They didn't just buy Death Row. They bought one music from Hasbro. So as of April 1st, uh, 2014, 
Disney bought Mattel and Hasbro for $4 billion. So Disney owns them? So Disney owns them. So technically Disney, Disney owns Death Row Records. Death Row Records. That's hilarious. So, which makes sense because, I mean, like, subsidiaries and subsidiaries and subsidiaries sure. and this and this and this and this and that and that and that. And that. Which I think Hasbro owned it before then, but as a thing now, it doesn't really matter. The company that bought it is uh, the investment uh, company Blackstone, who also own CSAC, which is a company that uh, represents the world's best songwriters, is their own moniker. So yeah, they represent songwriters. That's their other thing they do, so I guess it makes sense they would buy a music company. Well, I guess at this point, they, they own the world, so... I mean, I'm sure they own something. What do you mean, Disney? Yeah. Well, this is it's Blackstone that bought the bot E1 music from them. So, like, Blackstone is a corporation that does investments and like represents people that write songs, like songwriters. So they're the ones that now own E1 or yeah, E1 or One Music. So yeah, it's not Disney anymore, but it's funny that that's who used to own it. Right. And that Hasbro was in the middle. That's probably still Disney somehow. It might be. I mean, I don't know enough about Blackstone to know, to know that, so it's a good possibility. I mean, Shugna Knight owned Death Row, and the guys, I... Uh, well, I, it, 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 it's just funny that at one point that Hasbro, maker of Love Toys, also owned Death Row Records. It's just funny. Um, but yeah, anyway, moving on from that, uh, DC announced that they're going to be doing a second DC fandom, uh, coming in October this year. So the, uh, virtual con, they're going to be doing that again. Um, so, I mean, that was, the first time around was pretty cool. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what else they have new and their panel stuff is pretty cool for like a, a weird virtual thing. So I guess we'll do that again and see how it goes. Um, also DC. So we're getting a new uh, super, super. So we're getting a new super villain for Batman um, in issue four of Legends of the Dark Knight, which is going to come out like I don't know. I think July. Uh, we're getting a new villain, Quiz. Um, so she's going to be a uh, like a mixture of the, I guess the Joker and Riddler together. But the, the funny thing about it is that that's not the first Quiz we've had because like back in uh, the uh, Batman uh, Chronicles. There was a, there's actually a combo of like henchwomen that the Riddler had. One was Quiz and one was Query. And like this apparently is some new version of Quiz. Plus, there's another Quiz that's inside the uh, Doom Patrol. So Grant Morrison made one. There was a dude with a black costume with like a question on it that fought the Doom Patrol for a little bit, like back in the nineties. So this isn't the first time we've had a... 2000s. 2000. Oh, 2000. So maybe volumes. 2000s. Sins. I don't remember what series that was. It was when we were open, though. So yeah, it would have to be like 2016 or 17. Because it was after we were open. Anyway, like as a thing, it's not the first time we've had a quiz character, but this particular quiz will be new and as of that issue of Legends of the Dark Knight. So, I mean, that's interesting. Uh, As far as, like, other stuff... Um, so back over to Marvel for comics. So, uh, Jed Mankey, uh, will be writing a, uh, new Moon Knight series. Uh, you know him from, like, uh, Edge of the Spider, or Edge of the Spider Geddon. He wrote part of that. He wrote, uh, Part of Man Without Fear, and then, uh, The Daughters of the Dragon, and some of the Black Cat series from 2019. 
So he's going to be doing a series uh, for Moon Knight. The, there's a couple test pages up, and the art is great. Like, it looks awesome. Uh, the artist is Alessandro Kapauki? Kip- I don't know how to say his name. It's C-U-P-P-U-C-C-I-O. Capaccio? Well, there you go. Anyway, it's coming oh, yeah. out in June. Um, towards the end of June. And it's going to be a, another book. It's four ninety nine because it's number one. And it's a bigger book, too. They're doing 40 pages. But the, there's a couple, like... I want to say three or four test pages that were inside the previews catalog. So I'm sure you can find them online. And the art looks great. So that's really awesome. Because Moon Knight doesn't get enough play in the world, really. So I think that's really cool. Uh, a little bit of movie news stuff. What do you got for movie news? Which actually, you have a thing we were talking about earlier, too. Uh, let me do this. Do you want to do that first? Well, I mean... Because it's, it's interesting. It's a random thing, and it's cool, but like I remember when the, the film first came out. Um... So Paddington Two, like Paddington the Bear. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I yeah Paddington Two. I mean, the first one was great. Like, I mean, as what it was, but the second one, for some reason, which I, I mean, I watched it. I mean, it was a great film as what it is, but the fact that it's got a one hundred, it's a perfect Rotten Tomato score, blows my mind, and I think they only go off critics. So, the only other, like, they don't go off, like, uh, viewers. Like normal, like a review that I would put up that wouldn't count towards. Yeah, so there's official critics and there's, like... Audience critics or whatever. Audience view, like, like, you know, the public. Yeah, yeah. There's both, so it's one or the other. And the only other film previously that had a 100% on Rotten Tomato was Citizen Kane. Well, because of a... A review discovered back in the day from, I want to say, what did I say? The, it's, a, it's an old, it's a way the movie came out. Like an old review from some newspaper that somewhere. It, it knocks it down to a 99, so right. that makes Paddington 2 the highest rated film on Rotten Tomato of all time. Which is interesting, because Citizen Kane is Citizen Kane. Like, and everybody's like, oh my gosh, the greatest film ever is Citizen Kane. Well, it's not. I mean, it is what it is. Like, sure. It's a great film. You know, it's brilliant, but it's just like, it's not the greatest film ever made. Like, and people can argue with me, and like, film buffs will be like, well, I know it is. It's the greatest. It's the greatest. Well, I, I mean, I could argue, like, I think Casablanca's better. I think, like, um, it's worth a life's better. Like, I, if you want to go classics, like, you know, I think The Birds is better. I mean, there's other films I think that are better, but even, even, like, even, like, you know, Temple of Doom. I think it's better. Like, there's a, there's a, <laughs> a bazillion other films I think sure, are yeah, yeah. better. It's all, it's all a matter of but a like, person. Really. But as far as like Rotten Tomato goes, it's the, it was it was previously the highest rated film on Rotten Tomato. Now, Paddington Two is, which blows my mind because I mean it's it's got a great cast, it's got a great story, it's got a great everything. It's cool. It's a it's, it's a really good film, but it's a. Surprising that it's got a perfect in Rotten Tomato. That's pretty hilarious. Surprised me. So, yeah, as a thing in general, when you told me that, I was like, no freaking way. That's crazy. I mean, I have not actually seen Paddington Two, so maybe. Uh, I think know. I think that you maybe have seen it, and if you watch it, oh yeah, 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 but because like, it's like the kind of go. Pretty sure the only one ever because I've watched it. I've, I've watched it like a couple times, but um, it's the one with uh, Nicole Kidman. And Unless she's in the first one, even the first one, I don't feel like I watched the whole the thing. The Prison Break. It's the Prison Break. No, no. Oh. Yeah, it's a good film, man. Like, like the both films are great. 
I mean, apparently so. They're really good. Like they actually, re- they're really good films. Um, but yeah, surprising. Yeah, yeah. I have to try to give one, give give number two a watch at least. I'm sure we'll dive deep into it, like in the next Never Been Known episode. Because uh, I'm sure that, like, maybe I'm probably going to that scene, Citizen Kane. No, I've seen Citizen Kane. Have you? Oh yeah. Have you? Oh yeah. Okay. As far as like things though, like Paddington Bear. I'm, I'm tell you, I, I remember the book stories and I remember the commercials. That's as far as I think. I don't think I even watched, like, I, I may have seen pieces of number one, but I don't feel like I've seen any, I don't think I've seen the whole movie. Because hmm. I don't remember an ending to it. I remember pieces of it, but, you know. Marmalade. <laughs> Yellow Rain Jacket. Orange Marmalade. That's about as far as it goes, yeah. That was his favorite. Uh, other movie stuff. This is a little more comic book related, I guess. So the Eternals director, uh, Chloe Zhao, made like a made it big at the Oscars this year. 2020 on Oscars, she won two. One of the nominated for four, but she won Best Director and Best Picture, both uh, for the Nomad Nomad's Land movie. And that's the lady we got directing Eternals. And I guess the, what they're saying is that she almost put off doing this for the Eternals movie. So, like, that just bodes really, really well, because if she's already managed to land that way, and now she's doing a Marvel thing, that's awesome. Uh, according to reports, she's pushing for, like, a lot of real-world locations, so not as not as green-screeny and lo- not as CGI-y, so she's really wanting to push for practical locations for things, which is really cool. And, like, the couple commercials for Nomad's Land, it does look awesome. So, like, I kind of think maybe this movie suits her, just because of the style. So, I mean, that's really cool. I guess she's teased in interviews that she's heavily influenced by Jack Kirby, which only makes sense because that's like his whole jam was what The Eternals is. That's all Jack Kirby. I mean, I'll give you, there's a couple series after Jack's passing, but he, it, the whole thing existing at all is because of Jack. So, like, that's like, I don't know, okay, so you're inspired by it, good. Because <laughs> you should be. But, I mean, that's cool. And, like, that bodes really well, so now i got to go watch Nomad's Land, because... The Eternals have never been f- super popular. Oh, no, not Mainstream, so it's kind of like whatever, but... I mean, she won Best Director, she must... And she won, what, Best Screenplay? Is that the two? No, Best Director, Best Picture. It was nominated for a couple other things, but I didn't take notes on that. I watched, like, a little bit of the Oscars, but, like, there was so little that was, like, nominated, and so it was so odd. I didn't watch hardly... I don't think I've seen... I did watch the father that that Anthony Hopkins won because I know there was a big up in arms about um, Chadwick Boseman not winning. They they actually changed because it's always best fi- pick, best picture is the last the last award and they changed best actor to the last award this year, assuming that Chadwick Boseman was going to win for like for um what was the film that he did right before he died? Oh man. Uh, uh... They, everybody assumed he was going to win, but Anthony Hopkins ended up winning, and so everybody's like, well, why do they switch it, blah, 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 and like, it was like a big slap to the face, but it's just like, well, don't change the award ceremony, assuming he's going to win. Yeah, that's silly. You know, and it was like a big ordeal, and you know, Anthony Hopkins didn't even go to the awards, and so uh, What's-His-Face uh, had to do the acceptance speech for him. Jo- I think Joaquin... I don't know, I didn't watch it. Joaquin Phoenix had to do... like I mean, we'll... T- Again, we'll do, we'll do some deep dive more tomorrow on the Never Been Known one because it's more film based. But like, 
ridiculousness. Like it was just like everybody's like, "Oh, he's gonna win! He's gonna win!" It's like he was great in that film, you know, because he was already dying of cancer and was oh, right. already skinny and like all the stuff. But it was just like you can't just suspect that he won just because he died. Like, and he was really good in that film. I can't. I'm blanking on the name of the film, and I have yeah. seen it, but I'm just like I'm blanking on it. But but just like. Man, I just I I have a hard time with that. Like you, you they they did change the whole layout of the Oscars specifically for that to be the last award, hoping that he would win. That's kind of weird. And then he didn't win, and so right. then it was just like, uh, okay. So it's a really we, you know, it's really bizarre. And then and there's still a lot of talk about him being replaced in Black Panther two, which he should be. If you're gonna do a movie about that character, then I guess. But they, you, what, what are you gonna do with, regardless? Of like you. Well, I mean, I think we, as a thing, if you follow the comic books at all, at one point his sister was a Black Panther. Okay, cool, but like he was, he was alive and fine. Oh yeah, well, so as what, far as the movies are concerned, they got to recast him. They cannot recast him. Yeah, I mean, I can see. Like they did, it, it. they did it with Spartacus. The guy died of sure. cancer. Like yeah. they, they, they need to recast him. Like there's a million people out there who could do a br- brilliant job, and it's not taking anything away from the legacy of the character or the legacy of the actor. Either way, no, no. they need to recast the character. If you're going to do a movie about the character, then yes. Even even if they downplay it and make him like secondary, and they make the make the sister the the primary. That's fine, but you still have to recast that character. You can't. You can't CGI. Oh, I wouldn't try to CGI a, a guy that's passed away. Like you can't yeah, do it. I wouldn't it's try not, to CGI. It's not Grandma Tarkin. It's not Princess yeah. Leia. You know, it's not even like Luke. Like it's just it's a whole other ball game. Like you need to recast the character. Like Spartacus is a perfect example. Like they went on and did like two or three seasons after the the original actor died. Right, and he became like. People will like, understand and accept it, and if they don't, then they're they're jerks. Sure, straight up. That's that's my opinion on it. So I think that ultimately, as far as the movies are concerned, with that, you could easily do a movie too. And as far as explaining why he's not in the film, even if it's just like a, a couple brief shots, he vanished for five years. So just like we're learning from the other shows and the show we're talking about tonight, in that absence of time, everything else moved forward. So just because he came back, at this point, he's already been replaced as the Black Panther. So it makes perfect sense for his sister to take him over. It really does. But he, wa- but he, wa- but he walks out of it the same way as everything else, and like and everybody else. And, like, battle, and, he's still, yes. and he's still he's still alive and well. So like you, well, yeah. you're gonna have to you're gonna have to acknowledge that. Oh yeah, well, I, th- I think they would. I don't think it'll be something where they just don't bother with it. I think whatever the movie two is gonna be, will pay some type of tribute to the idea of it. I don't think it'll be a full movie about. Chitala, but I mean, it could be. It's been a lot enough time now that if you were to move forward, it'd be fine. I mean, this whole extra year off because of the pandemic has created a gap in there that's substantial. Well, and we'll get into that even with the Falcon and Soldier about how sure the show is drastically different than it was going to be because of the pandemic. At least, yeah, at least parts of it, yeah, lengthwise too. Well, yeah. Uh, one more thing from DC movie stuff. Uh, they canceled plans for the New Gods movie. I mean, that kind of makes sense considering Eternals and New Gods are like the same thing. Well, also, so, like DC can just, just can't get anything right. Well, there's pieces that are okay, but it's not the same kind of thing. But honestly, like, can they get anything right? 
I'm even done fine with their CW shows. They're pretty good. That doesn't count. Wonder Woman 1 was pretty good. I like Aquaman. It is fine. The Dark Knight movies are good. Those don't count. (laughs) See, so if you don't count the stuff that was good, then it's fine. But you don't count the Dark Knight because it's not part of the same universe. It's not part of the Snyderverse. They're not not connected as far as stories. In the Snyderverse at this point, as we understand, is over. Well, the Wonder Woman stuff is involved in that. Okay. Cool. The same actress comes from it, but they've divorced themselves too. No, but they didn't. But like, so you you got Man of Steel. did during movie 84. You got Man of Steel. You got Man, you have Man Batman of Steel. Okay. You got Batman v Superman. Yeah, that was not so great. And then you have Justice, Justice League, League, which has been. Two versions. Yeah, so whatever. <laughs> you have Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 2. And then you have Aquaman. So those are all part of the same thing, technically. Right. Which The Trench was going to be part of that too. That's the other film they canceled. So The Trench was going to be. Not a then, sequel to Aquaman, but then, its own movie. Then, and then the uh, Suicide Squad stuff. Which, yeah, we're getting a sequel to that, though. Which, it, I guess it's a reboot, but it's still... But again, it's a soft like, reboot. Like, you, you know, you still have uh, Harley Quinn. And, uh, which, she's popular for some reason. You know, she's <laughs> super annoying. And, like, the Birds of Prey... Oh, the Birds of Prey film. It's, yeah, all, it's all the same universe. Like, and it's... They just... You know, whatever, but like they're canceling New Gods, which I mean, I think that okay, makes, that makes sense considering it's Fla- its most removed thing. Well, Flash is ever. filming. Flash is filming. Yeah, it started filming. Yeah, yeah. And we've got an actual. Like, I think they're almost wrapped. Like I don't know. Yeah, it's been other, going on for a minute. Saw the other day, but like you know, you got you have Shazam, was technically in the same universe. You have Black Adam coming out, right? Which I did see, like, one of the news things I saw was, like, which doesn't surprise me. It was, like, the, 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 they thought this was news of, like, how The Rock isn't going to wear any, like, prosthetic costumes. It's, like, all just going to be his <laughs> body. And I'm, like, really? Have you seen the guy? Really? Yeah. That's just the guy, thing. like, literally just is a walking, like... Muscle? Yeah. Yeah. He's just, uh, like, wow. You know? Like, he's a brilliant human being. Don't get me wrong. But, like... Jeez, like you got it with that. That has to be news. Like, come on, man. That's pretty questionable. So whatever, but a little bit, especially his current shape. That, that's questionable. Why? Why you would think that would be a necessary thing at all? Wow, well, news is news, I guess. I guess. Anywho, uh, that's basically all I really had for news stuff. I guess uh, as far as things. I mean, they made it official about the Michael Keaton stuff. But I feel like that's been a few weeks. So yeah, it's official, official, but. Again, I think it's awesome just because we get Keaton and Batman again. That's it's rad. Awesome. I hope I hope it becomes like a Flashpoint thing. I hope like I I really hope that they bring some Cavill Cavill back. You know, like I mean, they have the Pants and Batman coming out, which whatever. But yeah, I, in a few years still now. I just well, it's not. It's not a few years. It's like it's not till twenty twenty two. Well, we're we're halfway through twenty one. I guess so. That's true. So which you know yeah. I don't know, man. Like it's it's DC just can't seem to get get it together. I mean, I really don't think they can. Yeah. There's pieces in there that are still good, but as far as a whole, comparatively, yeah, they they made weird choices and some of that chase of money choices just weren't weren't smart the way they did them. So I guess we'll see what Flashpoint does and if that fixes the world. I guess awesome. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. But- Anyway, fixing the world. Right. So at this point, yeah, we're going to talk about Winter Soldier Falcon. So uh, if you haven't watched that show, six episodes, if you haven't finished it, uh, you might want to stop. Just to let you know, 
There will be spoilers. Or don't. I mean, he's allowed to play whatever. That's the spoiler thing? That's yeah, spoiler. So if at this point, if you're still listening and you're mad about it, then that's not our problem anymore. So, overall to me, and this before we even get in gritty, gritty, the nitty gritty, actually enjoyed this more than I did WandaVision. Oh, yeah? Just, um, I liked WandaVision. I just felt like the end of WandaVision was was a massive letdown. I feel like the it ended very weakly, which I've said on this podcast and our other one. Sure, but I was like, eh. I don't it, have the, I don't have the same opinion. Then, it was but, like, but yeah, I, I was like, I know. To me, it was like awesome, 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 awesome. <laughs> it is. It, I was like, oh, that ended so weak. This one. I thought was as good all the way through. Um, I was a big fan. I was a big fan of White Russell as the U.S. agent. Sure, such a cool character. Um, he's he's loved and also hated both in everything that he does. He was the perfect choice to me. Like I was like, wow, I was surprised they picked him. Oh, like actor wise? Yeah, yeah, he's he, he's brilliant. Oh, he's great. He's he's a hero, but he's also like he makes you know he. I mean, we can get into it. What we can get into, whatever you want. But I'll say it's like him specifically. Like he wasn't a bad guy. He was just the soldier. He was the modern soldier. He was the modern version of what Cap was. Talking about John Walker, yeah, yeah. So John Walker, you know, like White Russell's character who becomes U.S. agent, which is like, and he like as far as comic books go, he still he had he had the crap attitude. Like after the fact, he's like, "I should be Cap. I should be this. I should be that." Like, oh he, yeah. But he's also like, still a, a hero. But he like he's a modern version of like like Cap had those bo- the big blue boy scout like the kind of Superman style like Captain America was a different time period time. You know, wrong. Like from a different era. But he like he had a different set of moral standards. Like he just right. was a different human being. He came from like World War Two or like. He just was a different person, and like, um, you know, U.S. agent was just—he was more modern. He's a modern soldier in a modern time, and so like, he has a different rule, the rules that he lives by. Well, and John I, has a different batch of—he uh, has a different batch of burden he carries. I mean, from the comic book to the show is slightly different, but it's a—it's really not, close. Not too much. Like they did a pretty good job. They did. Oh yeah. It's mostly era stuff. I mean, Desert Storm stuff versus, and like, there's there's little nuances that are different, but as of most of the story, like, even the pieces that are sort of different are still sort of the same. Right. They did a really good job with lining up things in this show to things in the comic. It's pretty, it yeah, it's really surprisingly close. And there's a lot of people who don't even realize that, like, that character is a character in the comics. And so oh, people yeah. are like, what? What you replacing? Like, and they were like sending him hate mail and stuff. I was like, oh yeah, it was so crazy. Like, like after episode, oh, I think episode, episode two, like there was this whole thing on Twitter, like angry at him because they couldn't tell the difference between him and the character. Yeah, so stupid. Like people are such idiots, man. But like, all they it really is, are. Is prove that the dude was doing his job well because right. you're not supposed to like him. You're supposed to grow to like him, but when he first shows up on the scene, you're not supposed to. Right. So like, perfect. Yeah. But like so crazy. But he was, he was similar to Sam in the same way. Like he doesn't have any powers. Like they don't. Have, they don't have any superhero powers. Like 
Sam's Sam's biggest power is his his belief in like well, spirit, yeah. The human spirit, yeah. Yeah. And like as well, far as the thing, like slightly different in the the way things unfold is slightly different. Like in the comic books, prior to him being Captain America, he was a character called Super Patriot. And that section is not part of the movies at all, which it makes sense it's not. I mean, it, as a thing, when he came out in the, initially in the in the comic books, where he came from was different than where this John Walker comes from. So, like, that's fine. The wife is not something that was part of it either, but that's fine, too, because the way it fits for a modern era makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's, it's an MCU, like, yeah. thing. Which is fine. Which, and again, speaking of, like, that kind of thing, like, bringing in, like, one of the original super soldiers, like the black guy, like, uh, and like, cause th- th- there was a, um, there was a comic made, like, you know, well after like, a few years back that, like, brought that into Oh, Truth. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, about Bradley. The, which, uh, which was super rad. They brought that into it as well. Like, yeah. So, uh, I mean, the MCU is like, here's the thing, is, like, the MCU just continues to, like, almost do no wrong. Like, they're like, come on, they're, they're paying tribute to some really cool things. As far as, yeah, as far as things, I mean, I have a couple complaints with this show in general. Not the, not the whole of it. I, I don't like a piece at the end. And I, I it, it's just annoying to me. Everything else in the middle is fantastic. Like all this stuff with Bradley, all the stuff about his, his, his storyline, that truth stuff when they first did it was something that was like, people didn't know how to take it. And as far as like being a weird miniseries, uh, yeah, it was, it was one that, was kind of see when I fir- when I first read it I thought that I th- I thought that he predated Steve, so that's what I thought happened. Right when no. I read it, yeah, yeah. They I, as far as the thing like the way the show interpretate interprets it, is I know right. what the, I know I know the, the show interprets books. it, but like but as comics go, when the the when the when the miniseries first came out, I thought it predated Steve as Captain America. It basically. made it sound that way, yeah. And my brain would have to go back and read it again, but I feel like it was that the whole idea that behind truth is that Captain America wasn't the first, and I feel like that was a moniker in it. Now, granted, it's been a long time since I read those books, a long time, so I don't remember if they're stationed that way or not. But I remember thinking that, and I remember being like. This is crazy. I, th- I, I think it was, pr- it was like pre-sold in the like the, in the in the write-up of it, right? Like when you went to, like before Captain America, there was another Captain America, and it was just kind of like kind of the talk. But like, I don't know if it's regardless, they get they gave it they gave it like a shine, which I thought sure. was cool. Like, it's cool that Marvel like was like, hey, we have this whole thing. Let's let's do something cool with it, which was awesome, right? And then you know. Leading up to, you know, we'll get to it, but like Falcon's chat at the end when he, like, when he's Captain America finally, and he was just like telling the senators, like, oh, yeah. And his big whole thing is like, the world may not be ready for a black Captain America, which is fine, which is probably the case in real life, too. Maybe. It really is. Like, there's going to be a lot of people who are just like, Captain America ain't black. Like, well, weird stories. He has been multiple times in the comics, and he. Well, Sam Wilson has old whole his whole own his whole own run as Captain America series wise. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, it is what it is. Influx like a, in and out, yeah. And, you know, and, and Cap gives him the shield at the end of Endgame. Right. He gives it to Sam, like, hey, this is yours. Like this, you know, like bet- between him and Bucky, like he gives it to him. Like, 
And he's like, and Sam's just like, I'm not, I don't, I don't deserve this. And like he's got, you know, he's got the, he's got the survivor's remorse kind of. He's got like the. He, there's just a lot to it, but like, it is his man. It is. It really is. Like he, it's he's he's his own version of Captain America, but he, his his belief in America is is just as strong and just as passionate as Capsule's, but like just from different from a different place. Sure, so, well, different era too. As far as responsibility, it's like in the show. There's a point where John Walker is going over, like when he's talking to the senators after they or the uh, committee board after they're basically firing him, right? That they don't know what it takes to be Captain America, and that's the truth. And they don't for well, not just them, but just in general. But like, he, John doesn't either, though. Really. No, like, he does, but he doesn't. Like he it's just the same reason Sam, same reason Sam donated it is because he re- didn't think he'd carry that burden. Like, whether he understood it fully or not is in question, I guess. Right. But he realized that at the time, he wasn't willing to deal with that as a whole, which is why he thought it belonged to the museum and it would be better in a museum, because then he didn't have to meet those standards and that requirement. Right. Not that he doesn't, but, like, it's a pretty big thing to take responsibility for. So that's the whole reason he leaves at the beginning. Is it aggravating? Yeah, a little bit. But at the same time, this whole show is about him... Gradually, gradually moving forward into realizing where he should fit in the world. Well, it was also buddy copy, you know. Like, oh, for sure. Supposed, like, and which is awesome. Like, Winter Soldier, like, you know, Falcon, like Winter Soldier, Cap, whatever you want to say. They go good together. Sure, like, they they're they're Cap's best friends on different sides, right? And they're they're having to come together and meet each other in the middle, and they're like, we're. There's a reason we were both his best friend at certain different times in his life. Cause like, and then having to come to realization of that, like, we can't do this alone. Right. Which is awesome. And like, and like, you know, like, like the Bucky, the Bucky story arc of him having to like, Hey, I did this thing and like talking to like the, the old, the old man and being like, Hey, right. Your, your son was murdered and it was me. And like the guy was like, what? You know, like, but like giving the guy a, giving the guy peace like i thought that was a rad story arc like it was it's it's kind of undersold in the whole sto- in, in the whole show because it's like like bucky like at the end of was it uh winter soldier goes to wakanda right and they like they take it you know they take his arm and they like he just becomes like they heal him when we go through th- that in the in the show like you know like what's her name like like the 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 captain of the guard right like, going through all that stuff it was just like talks about the process of trying to heal like, him and like you're healed right and he, and he knows it but on the other hand he's just like he still can't let go of some of the things that he's done which is which is awesome because he's like he's got a, he know he you know he has a his a conscience right but like we're second layer to his uh his uh but he just can't he some of some of somebody can do and like what she has done, but some of it he's like, I this this guy is awesome and like the niece is awesome or granddaughter or whatever she's supposed to be, like and he's just like, I just care about these people too much to be to have to tell them that I don't want to murder their the dad. Oh sure. Well yeah, the girl at the restaurant's not other than just being other than her just knowing the old man, she's just a random girl. Well, I, thought, I thought she was the I thought no. she was the granddaughter. Huh. Yeah, the only one that was that was actually related to him is the son. She knows him and she likes it that Bucky was there, like, hanging out with the dude, because ever since he lost his son, he's just been lost. So, like, but she's not connected to him at all. Well, regard, regardless, like, it was just, 
It was it, really cool. It was brilliant that oh, yeah. like it's his redemption story, and just like he has to understand. And that's one of the cool things about it is like there's not happy endings sometimes. Like you did a bad thing, right? Regardless if you were in ch- like you're in charge of your actions at the time or not. Sure. You're if you want to pay redemption, you want to like, you want to like you want to say you're sorry. Sometimes you're not going to be forgiven, right? Well, and that's that's like you said, it's sort of undersold in the show, but that's the whole thing. Because once he does tell him, it's not like they just were happy friends. He, we see that when he walks by the window, and he looks in on him, he's like, "I lost that, but that's what that he needed to feel better." Right. And so even though I suffer because of it, it was something I had to do. Right. So like, yeah, that piece is actually really, really, really cool. It was. I thought that was a really rad part of the show. Oh yeah. You know, there's, there's quite a few things in here layer wise like that that are really kind of impressive, and like I'll give you a, pacing a couple episodes feels a little weird, but I think the the reason it does is because it's trying to teach us. Well, along so here, with so, the world. so here's the deal, the pacing of the show changed drastically because they were supposed to be, and it shows in the first episode when like there's a there's an antidote on the truck, the whole the the the, the whole secondary plot of the whole show was a pandemic. Oh, yeah. And they took it all out. They cut it out of it because of the actual pandemic happening. Right. So that, that changed the whole flow of the show. So you all, you gotta wonder what, how much bet, I mean, the show, I, I thought the show was great. No, it's still fantastic, but what the other piece in there would have been like if it was in there? Yeah. It's a good question. And like, what else would that have led to and would things have developed? Because like the, the chick, the, the super soldier chick who's the, the head of the, what are they called? The school, the uh, the flag smashers, flag smashers, like like her mom got the got got sick from it, got it, got the you know Madonna, yeah, and so like there's like there's a whole thing about it, and like and yeah, it would have changed. I think the whole dynamic of the show. I Maybe. think it would have been. I think it would have been two episodes longer. Is what they were saying. I think that sounds right. Yeah. So instead of like six episodes, it would have been eight, eight. episodes. Would have been more in line with WandaVision. But you know. <sighs> Overall, man, it was it was a great show, and like they're talking, they're like the second. There's so with, with the difference between WandaVision and this is like WandaVision. There's no plans for a second season. No, yeah, character-wise, she's moving but, into the Doctor Strange movie, right? But the Falcon Winter Soldier, there's for sure going to be. They're saying there's for there's sure going to be a second already, season. Yeah, we know there, and whether it's going to be something that happens before the Cap Four happens, because they've already announced Cap America Four, and it's Cap America Four following Sam. So it's going to be well, Captain that's America not 100% Soldier. Either. That's what they've said most recently. The 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 showrunner for this show and the co-writer of the show have both said it now. Which would be fantastic. But timing-wise, there's no like date for it. Right. So for but all we like, know, we get a whole another season. But, maybe. But, but him and Bucky together are great. Oh, yeah. It's like that buddy cop thing. Like They do like, you know, him as Cap is like, he's way more flawed than Cap. Cap was perfect. Right. You know, even him and like, even him in a Civil War, or Winter Soldier, or like what I think Winter Soldier is probably I think you and me both talked is like pretty much everybody's almost favorite. Like it was so good. It's one of the best ones of the movie. And it was yeah. like and like Cap was like Cap was amazing, but he was like the bad guy kind of. But he was just like he was still perfect. He was still Cap. He was just like. And like it's his best friend, and he didn't know his best friend was like still alive. But he, it wasn't his fault that his friend died. It was just like he just. Well, yeah, you're talking about Winter Soldier. Yeah, Winter, but, Winter but, Soldier. But all, but all of it. As you far know, as like, like a thing, like the best thing. Like, Cap was just always perfect. Right. He was just always great. 
which is why Falcon has to give a show which, up which, at the beginning. Which is awesome. Which he is doesn't awesome. think he but is. That's the thing. Is like Sam is just so good. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Mackie's so, as an actor, that fantastic, dude, so good, so good. My gosh, Alter Carbon, the but, second season, he's great in that. But too. basically, like he has a Iron Man suit. At by the, the end, end of it, yeah. At the end, by the end of it, he's an, an Iron Man suit with the shield and doing his thing. There's some some cool things they show with with all that stuff too, and like the Wakanda pieces, Wakanda pieces ironed in there was really cool. Yeah, the dude who plays Baron Zemo, he's so good, so good. Oh dude. my god, he's so good. And like him hating super soldiers and like like the whole truck with them, like they're in the truck at the end, like that, that explodes. Like oh yeah, he, and he laughs. He like it's not like he laughs. He's like yes, he's like I. He hates super soldiers. Yeah, like he wants them to be done. And like him, him as Baron Zemo is brilliant. Such a cool character. So good. I mean, yeah, as a villain, a great villain, but also like you kind of root for him partially because you get why he hates. Well, during the during the show, like he he kind of you kind of he kind of grows on you. Um, there's some theories out there that we might be heading towards a Dark Avengers or a Thunderbolts, right? Which is cool too. But like, but also like the Wakandans are like we we just want Zemo. But then he's in, but then he's in like he's that instead of their prison, he's in that prison. Well, he took him to the to the raft, which is probably where he should have been anyway. Well, but. Do- but the Wakandans are trusting in the U.S. government to like have him at the raft instead of like yeah at, the Waka- at a Wakandan prison. That part's a little questionable. You know, like that's I think that that's that's the one part I was like, uh, that part I think is a little weird. I loved like uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus as like Lady Hydra. I thought oh, it was yeah. awesome. Like which uh, when we were watching it for a minute, she we, kills it, man. Oh yeah, she's great. As far as a bad guy or a uh, I don't know head of head of an organization. And I was like, isn't Viper also Madame Hydra? Well, it's because she was. So Viper, different person, different character. Madame Hydra predates her by a few years. But Viper at one point was also Madame Hydra. So for a minute there, that name title was used by two different characters. But ultimately, the one we're dealing with, uh, she is the original Madame Hydra, not Viper at all. So, like, she's the one that was Nick Fury's girlfriend and then turned out to always be Hydra, yep. which was a, like, I'm sure it was a rat con in the stories, but she, way she moved through things, uh, yeah, interesting. Uh, whether they well, I don't think it's a rat con, I think it's just like, that's the way it is. In the original stories, I don't think she was ever intended to turn out to be a bad guy. I think that's something that She was, came. though. Well, it did over time. But, like, in the comic books, at one point, in the early stories, she was Nick Fury's love interest, and then she became interested in Captain America, which drove a wedge between him and Nick in the comic books. Then after that, they made her into a bad guy, and then all of a sudden they could be friends again. So, like, when she was originally created, I don't think that was intent, because she worked for, initially worked for S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, I mean, you can, it's say, pretty you can say that about a lot of things. Like, well, sure. it wasn't the original intent of Silver Surfer to be a good guy, because he was, he the was Galactus' herald, yeah. he was a bad he guy. He was always meant like, to be a good guy. No. He but, was always meant to turn. No, you don't know that. Yeah. Always. He put Norm as too cool not to turn. Nah. You don't know. Too cool. You don't know things. Always meant to be a, always meant to be a good guy. Nah. Anyway. Yeah, 100%. I'm just saying, like, just like, you could say that about anything, but, I mean, the fact that they're, like, bringing her in and she's such a strong female character from having been in a... Oh, Elaine? Oh, yeah. Uh, Vi- or Veep. Like her. Oh, she, where she's the president or whatever? Yeah, she was the vice yeah. president that she'd be getting, like, and like, just such, such a strong female character. And the fact that, like, it was kind of a surprise. Like, I mean, I didn't 
realize she was going to be a part Didn't of expect it. her at all. And she's such a strong female actress in general, like, um, female actor. Like, she's, she's, she's awesome. She's badass. Like, she just kills it. And, like, she comes in and, like, you know, most, if, if you didn't know about co- the comic stories about anything, you're like, okay, this chick seems rad. And she's, like, telling John to, like, do this thing. And he comes out in the black, like, U.S. agent costume and the, oh, whatever. Damn. Like, yeah, yeah. you don't, you don't know that she's a bad guy. She's because she at the, she technically hasn't done anything bad yet. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. I don't I don't think we'll see a return of Hydra probably, but I could easily see them use her for something else. And whether that means means like putting together the Thunderbolts or who knows what it means to be honest. Because like she's clearly connected to Baron Zemo. Because the way well, they the frame big talk that, the big talk though is like uh, Secret Invasion is still like a thing. Oh yeah. Which, I mean, Secret Invasion didn't necessarily rely on the Thunderbolts, but it'd be useful. It'd be really cool. Well, they're going to do, do their own way. They're gonna, like, sure. The MCUs, they're going to do their own version of their... Like, it's just like, well, the Infinity, like, oh, saga, Infinity like, you know, it's, it's yeah, so... Yeah. Di- you know, like, it's not even like It's going to be its own version. I'm like, sure. They're, they're, they're setting it up, man. Like, they don't... They don't fail. They're doing great things. They're doing good stuff. Like, so, you know, like, I saw, like, uh... If they're gonna do the Dark Avengers, like who's gonna play who? Like, so you have White Vision, which isn't technically Vision, which I think it is. Yeah. You know, you have like John Walker for Captain America. With, well, for, he led the Thunderbolts and he led the Dark Avengers both. So at one point, he was in both those positions. So as far as the thing, that could be got, either of them. But then you got Scarlet Witch. She could be a part of it. She's technically a bad guy sure. right now. I think Thunderbolt-wise, more likely. Dark Avengers was villains posing as heroes using the original characters. The only person you don't really have is a Norman Osborn type character. So you got to... So, who, so who's going to play the Norman Osborn character? That's, uh, I mean, I guess we could use her as a Norman Osborn character. I don't... But she was... I think she was a part of it, though. No. Madam Hydra was never part of the. I think they said that Dark she Avengers. was, though. Like, mm-hmm. uh, she wasn't part of Dark Avengers. Dark Avengers were led by Norman Osborn, and we had the Century. Um, but then you got you also got to remember, like, because we haven't we haven't done the new Thor film, so like, Asgard could be on Earth after that. Oh yeah, which could change, which is like part of that that whole storyline. Yeah, he did go after during Siege. Norman took his version of the Avengers and went after Asgard. Yeah, he went to the Dark Avengers and went after Asgard. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you could replace him with her pretty easily as far as the thing. I mean, I guess you wouldn't necessarily see her in the Iron Man suit, probably. So, I know this... I, who knows what they're going to do? Like, they're their own universe. Sure. They take, they take bits and pieces and, like, meld it into this own thing and, like, kind of... Right. Which, like, it's comic characters, but they put it in, like, a new situation. Like, I don't know, man. Like, it's it's cool. No, no. It's, it's been, as far as the thing, yeah, it's, they've done a good job. I mean, I was I was... Like I said, I was bummed the way that WandaVision ended. Like I liked the White Vision stuff a lot, but I didn't. I didn't like other parts of it. Sure. Um, but like Winter Soldier, like Falcon, Falcon Winter Soldier, I thought was fantastic. I, I was like, dang, killed it. Everything about it, I was like, big, big fan of it. Like, um, where, in like, I think it's going to be the same thing that you feel is, um, Sharon Carter. Being bad, yeah, I don't like. Maybe, but is she though? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, and that's the thing is, it's like, 
I think depending on how, how the majority of people react to it will probably determine what the truth there is. So here's the deal. Are you just, is she just upset that she like made out with like her, her grandma's boyfriend? Like, I mean, it's, if, if, <laughs> if it's just heartbroken woman and that's what's made her into an evil nightmare, I guess I can believe that. Well, but like, happens. but the U.S. gave up on her and kind of sold her out. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, they, she broke the law and became a fugitive because of it, but as long as the means, the, as long as her reasons for doing it was to appear, it doesn't really matter how anybody else responds to but it. But she gets all of her stuff back, and then she's just like, screw those well, people. At the, end of the, at the end of the show, when they make the reveal, like you're, you, you're jumping past a whole lot of other stuff. But you don't even know, too. you don't know, like, you're not sure, like... Well, there's no, they don't, so they never, she never actually admits to being the power broker. She's called that by Bedrock the Leaper before she caps him. But again, whatever. Which is crazy, because she shot him. She could have been... She yeah, was going to shoot Carly. She, well, she boiled the one dude alive in the truck. That's true. Yeah, it's it's all things that are past the staple of what would be acceptable. It's like they forgot who the character was. Now, but, I mean, go further... Bucky could have done the same stuff. I don't think Sam could have done it, but I think Bucky could have done it. Because Bucky messed up some people, too. Well, I think if Bucky was going to kill the dude in the truck, he would have just fought the dude and killed him. It wouldn't have been like some crazy vapor, melt your flesh, kill you bomb thing. Right. It would have been like a fight and then like at she's, the end of the she's, fight. She was pretty hardcore. Yeah. More so than is, I think, matches the character at but all. But she also kills a bunch of dudes like when, when, uh, Bucky and Sam are like inside oh, the, yeah, all those different the containers, and and she just that's kills the, all those dudes. But that's a little more understandable because the mm, situation. But is it though? It is. Is it though? It is. Like those people Sam wouldn't have killed those dudes. Well, that's yeah, it's Bucky. Whatever. That's well, that's the things. Like that's where the gray area is. As like, is she just doing what she needs to do as a CIA style agent? Not the stuff at the end. The stuff in the middle, sure. Wow, that's what a CIA agent would do, though. Like they would, they would, they would do those things. They I would, guess. they killed, they they killed it with for the better good, with like, impunity. It's it's pretty, it's pretty. Yeah, I crazy. agree. I agree. It's crazy, but I was like, yeah, but like she, I mean, she's doing what she's was like trained to do. Well, if if we're gonna go with what we're led to believe at the end of the show, that she's actually this villain and she's a head villain, not a middle-of-the-road villain. She's like the most impressive villain the Avengers have ever dealt with, save her Ultron, simply because of how... Not nah, Thanos, come on, man. Well, okay, power-wise. When you say power-wise, cunning versus power. She's more cunning than any of the other normal-powered villains. Doesn't make any sense. And, like, her flip-flop from the woman that Nick Fury was willing to trust watching Captain America, like, this is the girl I trust to have his back. This is the girl I trust to look out for him to this murder ma- mayhem mastermind seems to be like a far jump. And I'll give you, there's five years where she was running around in Madripoor, I guess, and you learn from the streets to work your way but, up. But that, but then like your whole government gave up on you when like you were supposed to be the, this perfect person and all of a sudden like... It doesn't matter. It does. No, if, if that was does. the case in the middle of Hydra turning, like she's she's one of the first ones that rebels against Hydra after... After just hearing Captain America, talk. yeah, but like, so we're past that because like the her and Cat make out and sure and uh, what's in the same movie? Winter Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier is where the no, turn for Hydra. Uh, Civil War. She's in Civil War. They they kiss in Civil War because like 
Oh, which you give him the shield under the Dover Pass. Yeah, yeah. After, yeah, that's Civil War. That's right. Yeah, so it's just like, but again, like, she's still like, she's still like on board. She's still like, hey. Yeah. I'm still believing this cause. Enough to do something she knew was going to get her in trouble that was treasonous. Yeah, but but she she knew that it was for the better good. Right. So her turning to a bad guy? Eh, I don't know, dude. That's too much of a stretch for me. If it's true. That's what I mean. Like, that's, I I wonder what, like, I wonder who she's talking to on the phone, but she's talking to Fairy? Because Fairy's still alive. I mean, maybe is it part of the? Is it part of the? If that turns out to be the truth, then makes the rest of it acceptable, right? If that's not the truth, then the truth is that she really is this nefarious overlord. Well, I don't think that she is. I think not. She, okay. Because I mean, see, I mean, we we, we, we can't even come to find out. Like you know, like the if we're gonna do a secret invasion thing, well, she, like she's talking to Fury and she's like she's telling Fury everything, and she's like, "Hey, I'm back in, so we're good on this." Because like, no, sure. at this point. At this point, in, in current continuity, nobody realizes that Fury's still alive. Right. I mean, as far as anybody being on the moon. And he's, and he's like... It's more likely Fury on the moon. Yeah, he's with the scrolls doing all that stuff, so it's like, he could be, she could be talking to Fury still. Very like, good possibility. Which, you know, like, as far as, like, what Marvel does, that would make the most sense. It would. And I know that you don't like what's going on. I didn't like it either, but I was also like, eh, that doesn't make a lot of sense, so it's got to be, like, a bigger picture... And I think it's. I think that's what it has to do with. I think like. I think she's talking to either Mar- Mariah Hill or Maria, Maria Hill, Maria Hill yeah. or like or Fury. And those then like they were or one of the, or one of the scrolls. You know what I mean? Like uh, I doubt it'd be one of the scrolls, but I could see if if, if but, she the, was, but, but but the one dude was like like the, the, there's a couple scrolls that are still on Earth that were like well, it's acting the, as Fury the and main, blah, blah. the main guy from yeah what's uh, his Captain name? Marvel. What's, I don't remember. But anyway, like I mean, I could see that being a thing. And she's like, sure. "We're we're back inside. We're good to go." If if that's the truth, and that's what it boils out to, then it'll be fine. If it's the other side, where she's, what she's just believe, a new villain, not okay, not at all. Well, I agree with you, completely not okay. But if the story's good, even if the story's good, the, but if, if, if the story's good, I'm into it for no reason. But I, but no, but if the story's good, I'm into it. Like uh, if it's written well, I'm into it, man. Okay, I, I'm gonna say I'm not. But well, but you, you gotta get you gotta go with what the story's written. It's like just like a comic book. Like there's been times when like oh my gosh, like Steve's like all of, all of a sudden Steve is a uh, he's been a part of Hydra for all these years and all this stuff. Or well, that's not how that story went. But as far as a twist, if it's a twist, then it's fine. But we don't know enough yet to know that. Yes, the the MCU. So it's, it's a different universe. So it doesn't, is. Doesn't it, matter. No, it does. Like so. So she could be. So anything that she could ultimately right be a bad proxy, guy. Is that what she saying? could ultimately be a bad guy. I mean, but that's the thing. Is like it's leaving us wondering. That's is we're having a we're having a good conversation about it. So whether she's uh, ends up being talking to Fury and Mariah Hill and like whatever, and like she's she's still part of the like she's part of like sword or. Whatever you know, whatever shield has become, which would be sword technically. No, they're separate. But I think well, I think that's what Fury's setting up is is sword. I mean, it makes sense because he's on a spaceship in the MCU. Like he's he's you know, which, which in the comics it's like they're they're like a a forefront, like the like the pre like the preemptive attack for space. Yeah, yeah. So, but like you know, Fury's setting up a thing to like protect Earth from any anything. So that it could either be that, and, and she's like, the U.S. or whatever supersedes everything, like because the savior of the like we got to protect Earth and, at all costs. Sure, which makes the most sense. Yeah, which, which well, you know, we, well, probably most likely is what's going to be the case. Or she ends up being a really a big bad guy, but like, what bad guy would she be? 
Well, that's the thing. So you're gonna have to create a new bad guy. You're gonna have to make her a bad guy, which like there hasn't been in the comics yet. So like, I mean, I know like either way, if if you're gonna make her a new bad guy, whatever, man. Like as long as it's written well, I'm into it. Like it's cool. Because she knows a lot about Sam. She knows a lot about Bucky. She knows a lot about everybody. And it's just like, either way, it is what it is. But I think what what it comes down to is like, I think that she's hooked up with Fairy still. And Fairy's like, hey, what's going on with this, with this, and this? And like, that, but you know, Shield, Shield pretty much was like already like past U.S. government by that point. Like, like Hydra had infiltrated, blah, blah, blah. Well, they were their own thing. Well, so like, she can't trust anybody but a cur- couple people. So like, at this point, like, well, yeah, that's the whole reason. They reinstated her, and so Shield's like, what, as far as any version of Shield, that's why they left that moniker behind. I mean, whenever the TV series was happening, at least at the beginning, that could have led to something else. But since the TV show finishes in its own like reality, right, which has nothing to do with the movies anymore, there's not really a version of Shield that's currently active. Whether that means Fury's connected to the Sword people or not, I mean. If it turns out that the truth is that she's still working for Fury, well, so, then well, it's fine. Well, so Sword is a thing in the comics. It is. So, and... Sword's his own organization, though, and they're the ones that deal with invasion from outer space. But, so if you're going to change that for the MCU... Well, I'm not saying he can't work for them. I mean, as far as the thing, it, it could be his second option so, as a thing. So it, it's his new setup kind of thing. Like, but because of the way they set it up in WandaVision, like what we see of it... It seems to be built by mostly the U.S. government and, like, Maria's mom. Right. Does that mean Sam was involved? I mean, maybe. Or Fury, excuse me, Fury. I mean, again, maybe. I think less likely simply because of who they made the moniker of the, the facility and how it's set up separate from the way S.H.I.E.L.D. was. Right. It doesn't mean it's impossible to connect them. I mean, at this point, whatever. But, yeah, as far as the Sharon Carter thing... If the truth is that we're just being led this way to, haha, she really works for Nick Fury, then awesome. Or whoever it is that's on the side of the angels. Right. If she's supposed to be this bad guy that figured out how to manipulate and escape everyone else, eh, I don't know about that. That's too much for me. But well, show wise, the rest of it's fine. I mean, the, fact, I, the fact that you're that you're you're that irritated about it make, means it's been it's been well written. I mean, it has been like the fact that she's been in there and like she makes you question things. Like that's a well-written character. And that's awesome. Like it's it's cool. Like it's it's kind of like you're like uh you're actually it's been so well written that like you're obviously like well it's probably this but if not like that sucks. Right. But it's also it's it's but that's a well-written character. That's a good, that's a good thing. You know. Well, no, it's, it's not like ah she's showing. boring. She did, she like she did what she was supposed to. She like she was like oh she's kind of like the extra gun blah blah like no she like you're like really like what the heck I don't I I actually don't know who she's talking to I don't know what's going on well, like none of us do no but that's like, but that's a well but that's a well a that's that's good writing that's what's awesome about it. it provided that that turns out to be the truth if that's not the truth and she really is just a bad guy. Well, then, then it's like they sacrificed all what the character was for every other movie. But then I'm because. But then I'm really curious of who they turn her into, which is even cooler. Like, is like if they're gonna turn her into some random character that we've never seen before, more power to them, dude. Like, broken-hearted bad girl. Mm, not my. Not not. Well, my no, fan. but, but let's fan. see it. Let's see what. Like, let's see what she turns into stuff into. Like, I mean, you can swear by it all you like, but just like with the Quicksilver, I mean, they're not always right. No, but they. Okay. They, 
he played his part. He did, and like like I said at the beginning, that's not who it was. But even he didn't know until the like until after that aired that who he was. Sure. I mean, as far as things are concerned, there's no like arguing about them doing things completely wrong or not. I mean, there's plenty of things that are questionable. Are any of them like to the point of just giving up on the Marvel universe? I wouldn't say so. I mean, as far as the things concerned, I still want to see Black Widow. So like. But yeah, the Sharon Carter thing is the thing that makes me the most mad about this particular show. I do like a lot of the other stuff that's in it, though. I mean, the idea... It should make you mad. It just... If, if, the, if the... Like I said, if the truth is, but, but, then it's fine. If it's but, not, then it feels like... So just, it only it only makes you mad if it doesn't go the way that you want it to go. I mean, I guess, sure. So like... And, and, it seems like character assassination. Well, but until you know the way that the character goes, then you, like, you can't actually be mad. Like, so you're like... If they go this way with it, then it's going to be annoying. But if not, and it goes this way, then like that's awesome. Sure. So like you know, you don't even know yet. It's like it's awkward. Well, no one knows. Well, it's like Schrodinger's cat. You're just like, <laughs> I guess so. Just like until you open the I've box. I've watched it plenty of times, so I like it. Just no, but it. until you open the box, you know whether the cat's dead or alive. Like right. until, until we see the end game of this whole thing, we don't know what's going on, which is awesome. And that's what's cool about it. Is like okay. No, I, and I know what you're saying. Like, I don't, I, I don't want to, I don't want to see her end up being a, a villain either. I think that'd be dumb. I think it'd be dumb writing. But mm-hmm. like, unless they made it like made her a really cool, make made, made her a Lady Hydra or some other thing, whatever. No, it seems like that but would like be a foolish. Ju- Julie Louis Dreyfus like kills it as that character. Yeah, like, she murders. Complete waste if they did that. But like, but whatever. But if you know, but at the end of the day, we're having a conversation about like really good like it's a tv show right like, we're like we're going from one of the i mean arguably i mean poor arguing but one of the greatest like conglomerations of a build-up movie thing of all time like Endgame was the greatest thing that has like build up in a in a cinematic universe sure that anybody's ever seen it really is. Like I, well, as far as branching in movies, yeah, of course. I mean, you can, the amount of work put into it. Pe- people can argue yeah. and say this or that, but I mean, really, it's like, wow, they did a brilliant thing. And then they're continuing it in a way through a TV shows. Sure. Which, like, the TV shows are like, I mean, WandaVision was like, I mean, I, again, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of the end of it. Like, we talked about that, but like, but it was like, it was f- amazingly done. Oh, yeah. It looked beautiful. I feel the same way about this show. Gig- yeah. Okay, I get exactly. So, like, and this, this same thing. This was like a movie shot in a miniseries version. But, like, the, the these people, like, Mar- Marvel took and made what could have been a, a movie, what could have been like, they could, they, this easily could have been Captain America, what, three or whatever. Well, it'd be Captain America four. But, or yeah, four, or what, four. What was the third one? Well, there's there's Winter Soldier and there's uh, um, Civil War. And even though Civil War feels like an Avengers movie, it's... Oh, right, 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 okay. So, I mean, this could have easily been, like, a fourth movie, but they, br- they decided to break it up in, like, a sixth episode or, like, maybe potentially eight, whatever. But, like, it was really cool. It was very well done. And, like, oh, it, yeah. was, it was, like, who's the new Cap? What's going to happen? Like, is it going to be Bucky? Is it going to be Falcon? Is it going to be whatever? And she's like, it was, it was super awesome. Sure. Cause, I mean, because we know... In the comics, like Bucky was Captain America for a minute, he was. Yeah, they both they both have been. Yeah, like Grant so, Bucky did never have his own series, but as a thing. But in the comics, they both were. Yeah, he's the only one that could actually carry the shield because of his arm. 
Well, yeah, they they talk about that in the in the comic books about how the shield works. The movie, the shield is differently weighted. I mean, even in, in the first yeah, Avenger, but they change it. They change it for that reason. But like, yeah. But in the comics, like we know, we know that. Yeah. Like, in the comic books, the whole reason he talked about being able to use is because of his his robot arm. Without the robot arm, he couldn't will it the way right. Steve did. Like, it's oh, a man, like thing. The fa- I mean, it was. I, I've heard some hate. I mean, like you're you're a little bit of hate. Like, it's not really hate. You're just like, well, Sharon I, I, I hope Sharon ends up being this. Well, it's not aggravating until it actually... Of, the rest of it's fantastic. But it's not aggravating until it actually goes that way. Right. If the shoe falls on that side, then at that point it's... So you, you can't know, be aggravated until it actually goes that way. Apprehensive is where I'd be at. Apprehensive. I mean, other things that I think are really cool. I mean, we get Elijah Bradley, like the, the, the grandson of Truth. And he is the one that eventually in the comic books became Patriot. So if they're not aiming towards that, it seems... Weird. Well, you 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 keep thinking. Like, I'm telling you, we're getting Young Avengers at some point. It won't be called that. But no, but it's point, cool. Like you keep talking about it. Like I'm like, sure. I mean, I was I was I was pretty adamantly against the fact that like, and I'll, and I'll be I'll be the first to admit it. Like you're like, oh, secret there's uh secret invasion, secret invasion, secret invasion, secret invasion. I was like, nah, that's not where they're going. But like they're kind of heading that way. But they're going to do an MCU version of it. I doubt we're going to get Hawkeye as one. Wait, I adamantly well, believe. Well, it, it doesn't matter who who is what. They're going to do a version of it. Sure. If Hawkeye turns out to be one, fantastic. No, I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that'll be the key. Because we're, we're, so we're either, still no. waiting on a Hawkeye show. Right. Right. Yeah. His show is supposed to be somewhere so, after Loki. So Loki will be next, right? Because they're they're doing like one week in between, correct? Uh, Loki's got. Two weeks, I think, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, week. There's a gap between them, and then the next because one starts. Because there's WandaVision, then Winter Soldier, Falcon, and then Loki, Loki, and then I think Hawkeye's right afterwards. Is Hawkeye next? Which man, like, I don't think it's awesome. We'll see where that goes, man. Like, but like, then we also have like you know like a uh, Doctor Strange two, which is the, yeah, time wise, but everything goes together. Like, right. they're all building towards something. Plus, we have the Eternals. Like, I don't mm. know what's going on with the Eternals still. Yeah, Eternals is different, too, how it fits or whatever. But yeah, timing-wise, everything's been pushed back so crazy that... And I'm also cu- curious of the Shang-Chi and the Five Rings or whatever. Oh, yeah. Seeing that, that Which, seems wh- Where like... that's going to be, because it's like... I don't know, man. I don't know what I don't know where they're going with it. Like, like we a lot of us didn't know where they were going with... Black Widow? With Eternals, Guardians. No, just with 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 all the original stuff. Like, with oh, Thor. sure, when they first started, yeah, yeah. I mean, I see what you're saying. As far as Shang Chi is concerned, I think they're mostly doing his movie to try to put a bed, put the bed, the Mandarin, and the rings. I think that's what they're trying to do with that. Whether it'll extend farther, I guess, depends on how well it does. But as far as the rings are concerned, they started teasing those back in Iron Man One. Like the Mandarin, they they opened up teasing it from the first Iron Man movie. And since then, we've got the Ben Kingsley thing that happened. And then we've had, like, another piece that happened after that. So I think this is to actually finish that story and do away with the Ten Rings, probably. But in the comic books, the Ten Rings were never really connected to Shang-Chi. I mean, they weren't. So I think that merging is because of that. What again? And that trailer is awesome. Like, but again, it's, it's the MCU, so they can do whatever they want. No, I'm not saying they oh, can't. But... I mean, they're just, there's a lot going just on. Just as like, a thing. And the Eternals thing to me is like, the Eternals have gotten more popular. 
only because of the only movie because being the film stuff coming That's out. literally but the they, only but reason. They, but they have the rights to us. So they're going to do something with it. I think it's going to be a celestial thing, but I think it's going to lead into like Galactus, and I think it's going to it lead into Fantastic Four. They're saying Krasinski is still going to be Mr. Fantastic. It's like massive rumor, like a hundred zillion places all over the place. So there's a lot of there's a lot of fan art stuff in the world too for it, which I don't think the dude would. I mean, he look he looks like he'd be he fit the part just fine. You need you need somebody that's like not only dynamic and like lovable, but also like can play that like super techie smart like. He has to be believably smart. Yeah, but but he has to be like he has to be like what what Robert Downey was as Tony Stark, lovable but hateable at the same time, like a jerk that was pompous and all the stuff. Like that's what made like Robert Downey like people already like already looked at him like no, he right. was basically playing himself. Kind of. <laughs> because Incy, I think, had, had murder is is Mister Fantastic, and like that you you need that character. You need somebody who's like. The guy, right? And so you get, and that's the best way to bring Fantastic Four into it. So we'll see where it goes. Like I think it's going to be like Galactus. It's going to be. Th- it's going to be like I don't. know. We'll see how it goes. But right. Well, something big and interesting. Um, something else that was kind of cool about, and this is just like a note for, like r- the real world, I guess. So the street that Isaiah Bradley lives on, the end of that street, which we see twice, mm-hmm. two or three times in 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 the Avengers movie. The house within the street is Martin Luther King's birth home. So when he was a child, that street they shot in Atlanta is the oh, same cool. street that he grew up on, which is really kind of like crazy, like mind blowing a little bit that that's the case. So like the house within the street that we see in those two scenes was his home growing up. That's so cool. like that's really pretty cool. Uh, something else that's cool about this shit series is that we had uh, Henry Jackson do the score for it. He's the same guy that scored a batch of the Captain America movies, which is why some of the music gets recycled, but it's different. All right. Is because he was the same dude who did the score for the other movies. Nice. So, like, that's really cool, too. I think that's real neat. Because you, like, you hear it, and it's, like, almost like they have theme songs, right. but it's just because it was the same, like, they just had the right person putting the music in there, so that's right. awesome. Definitely neat. Uh, as far as, like, things that are... Something else I kind of wish didn't happen, I wish they wouldn't have killed Bad Rock. Now, I don't know if John St. Pierre just wasn't interested in playing the part anymore, but I liked him as the Leaper. I thought that was pretty cool. He's a bad guy with a recurring face. Um, I mean, the dude's been a character since Civil War, since the Winter Soldier. So, I feel like that was kind of a waste, but to what end? I mean, it's a good question. Who knows? We'll see. Right. As a thing that's... Another thing that I've seen people talk about on the internet, so the... The device that gets used that that Sharon gets that he gets from Sharon that he then gives to the flag smashers, the little claw locky thing and the uh, circle your grenade that puts the smoke out. People online are like saying, "Oh, it's green smoke, just like the goblin devices. It's eight arms on the little lock device, so it's just like Doctor Octopus." And I'm like, "That seems like a reach. Like you people are crazy." But it's a theory out there that maybe. Sharon's talking to Norman, which I, I, I think, think she, is, I think she's talking to Nick. That makes the most sense to me, except for her shooting Bad Rock. But you I mean guess he is a bad guy, and he was there to kill Falcon. Nick, Nick's done some ske- sketchy I stuff, know, man. He has, he has. So it's not entirely impossible. And I, I like that idea better than I like a bunch of the other stuff. And 
Some people said maybe she's a scroll, and the main thing to say that she's not is the fact she uses the face covering technology. But I mean, I guess a good scroll would, right? But it feels like it's a step that would have been something unnecessary for her, because when she shows up impersonating that guy, and then pulls off the mask like what Scarlet used in a, or Black Widow used in Civil War, or in Civil War. No, sorry, not Civil War. Winter Soldier. Gosh, I keep those two confused. Winter Soldier, when she pulls off the fake face, she uses the same tech when she first shows up at the uh, at the council meeting with Falcon to be like there to help them or whatever. So if she was just a scroll, I don't. Seems like a layer that would be unnecessary. Not that she'd reveal herself to the two of them, but I don't think she's a scroll. No, I think that's too weird. But I do like the idea of her being connected to Fury, trying to deal with the possible secret invasion because we know we're getting it. Right. So interesting. As far as like other pieces, there's a lot of cool like like other ties, like uh, Falcon's um, army buddy, whose name I cannot remember now. It's a kid that he gives the wings to at the end. Um, oh gosh, Rojas, that's not right. I don't remember his name. You know what I'm talking about? What do you think? He gives him the end of like the fourth episode. Right, broken. Well, right. He doesn't really give them to him. He just takes them. Well, he tells him that you can have them, and then Sam leaves. That guy is the dude who, in the comic books, is the second Falcon. Right. So, if we're getting this whole Captain America Falcon, or Captain America Winter Soldier movie, it's possible we see him reprise the role and take the moniker of Falcon. Which would be cool. I think that'd be really neat. Like, they'd left... They left openings enough to make it happen. Which would be rad. Yeah. This is a cool character. I don't know. As far as the thing, I mean, the pieces we see the dude do are really cool. But like, just another piece that was like, it's a comic book drop just because it's a comic book drop, which is really cool. Right. So I, I definitely dug that. I thought that was pretty awesome. And as far as like future stakes are concerned, I mean, whether we get a Thunderbolts, I mean, with the idea of Baron Zemo being right to reach a General Ross, it'd be pretty easy to do. Again, why maybe the Wakandans didn't keep him themselves is in order to make that happen. They play pretty heavily of him being of him being connected to Madame Hydra and the bombing being responsible by both of them, because we know it's his butler, right? Because he's really Batman. We know it's his butler that blows them up, but orchestrating it, Madame Hydra made it sound like she's the one that orchestrated it. And do you really think that old man went and got bombs and put it on the bottom of the truck? Well, he may have, but he was told I mean, to do it. If he's like Alfred, then sure. But he's, you know, well, he's definitely yeah, he's definitely orchestrated to do it. But the way she, but if she's Madame Hydra and he was part of Hydra, like they they know each other, so it's just exactly. Leaders, but. So the two of them being connected. Plus, there's something about so the book he's reading in the cell is the Machiavelli, maybe no, what's Machia- it called Machiavelli? God, that's it's, I don't know if that's the name of it or not. It's a uh, it's a book that dealt with uh, the possible friendship between two painters, and it being like a secret relationship but the moniker between the two things is that the secret friendship is supposed to be him and her and that thing being orchestrated when she's like maybe i did it maybe i didn't do it but maybe i did it i didn't even look at the book so i don't know no it's understandable do i actually see the book i can't tell you yeah i just don't remember the name of it they show it a couple times is the book he's reading in the cell originally yeah i, I mean i know what you're saying i was like oh, i have to see i have to see it and pay attention to the google title. it i'm like I'm, I'm, yeah yeah it there is, you what go. is right now like, i could tell you if i saw it but. sure but yeah like as a thing i that's an interesting connection too so if they're not heading towards one of those two things i'd be surprised but Baron Zemo being a big baddie, which is really is really cool. Oh yeah. Well, like we were saying earlier, in this he almost 
is sort of not. He's but he is though. Good guy. Oh no, he definitely. But the, is but the best bad guy still. is one that you have feelings for. Sure, that you can side with or agree with. Oh yeah, and he hates super soldiers, so it's kind of <laughs> right. But anyway, <laughs> also, crazy. I was a big fan. I I I, I liked I liked Vision again. I, I I've reiterated this a million times. Like I I feel I feel like it fizzled out. I didn't feel like this fizzled out. I feel like Sam's speech at the end was fantastic. Oh yeah, really? Like good. it was really really good. Like he's a great actor. He's he plays a part. Like I'm glad that he's Cap. Like you know, like he. He makes the most sense to me, like, and I know that, like, we've had, like, I mean, Sebastian is, like, a, he's a badass actor, and, like, he's awesome as a Winter Soldier, and he, but, like, you know, like, and he spent time in, like, Wakanda, which I don't, that's not really a comic book thing. No, not really, huh? But, like, the fact they did that for this makes him, like, you know, like, it's just cool, like, the, like, his, his connection with Wakanda is, like, they, they helped him break, break him of his, like, his mind, his mind, yeah, programming yeah. stuff, like, is awesome, and, like, it's kind of like it's also it's almost like a sexual tension between him and like the like the leader of the guard. Maybe I mean she's supposed to be the one who's therapeutically helping him. So, but like also they're like they're really close, you know, like right. And he's like he was they were they're still close enough even after like they're pissed about Zemo. And like he's like <laughs> I help, you know help him out one more time. But they're like yeah, we'll like do the same for Sam. And they're like ah, absolutely. And so like, I know there's just like a lot of cool stuff because like I think that like ultimately he he gives him Zemo. He does. I mean, he does. Yeah. He uses Zemo and then like gives him up, gives her gives him up. So like you know he does what they ask of him and like and then like you know John Walker being like they're not even super soldiers but they like whoop his ass like it was like it was really cool like I mean there's just like a lot of cool stuff with that like it crosses so many of the movies together and brings a lot together. Sure. Yeah. As far as like connections are concerned and like the whole thing with him deciding to take the uh, the injection the super soldier serum. I mean that was. Pretty similar to the comic books too. Right. I mean, he, trying to overcompensate for the fact that he wasn't the same level as a dude who had crazy science done to him. Right. And like one of the biggest differences between like the power broker thing in the comic books, there's not really a it's not really a guy. It's like an organization. Right. I mean, there's a dude at the head of the organization that's like a businessman. Yeah, but they're using a name. Like the, the, oh, fact yeah. that, the fact that you're dwelling on the power broker thing, like it just shows, like, like well, the piece that aligns to the comic book is that the power broker was using the super soldier serum in the comics was selling it to the highest bidder to make them superhuman. Right. That's exactly what this power broker was trying to do until it got stolen. That's exactly the same thing as the comics. That, that's what I'm saying. There's pieces that line up right so close that it's really kind of smart the way they did it. I mean, yeah, they, it's not a person, but the way things got to where they are was exactly the same. Right. I mean, in the comic books, that's where, that's where he gets, where a U.S. agent gets his power, or gets his boost anyway, right. from the power broker, because he paid for serum. So, like, it's all things that are, like, really close. Right. And don't, don't default too badly as far as all that stuff's concerned. All good stuff, though. So. Yeah. As far as, like, uh, Costumes are concerned. Everything looks really cool. I really like that we got the U.S. agent costume at the end, finally. Finally. That's that was pretty awesome. I like how the last episode's kind of a redemption arc for him. I wish they would have give. I, I wish that she would have given him, like, his own shield. I think next time we see him, it probably and, will. Well, yeah, but instead of him building his own shield, I wish, like, that she would have given him one. Well. Then, like, I got something for you, kind of, like, kind of thing, but, like, I don't know. Had, they been, had there been more time in between A and B, maybe that would have played out that way. Like... 
as a thing, him building his own shield so he could see his Medal of Honor when he was getting himself stomped. And so he could find the fuel to keep going. Right. Because they show it for, like, a couple of seconds to remind him, like, yeah, dude, you're, you're not, you're supposed to be better. Right. So, like, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. But he, but he's, he's always been kind of an anti-hero, like. Oh, yeah. U.S. agent is like, he's good. Like, he's never been bad. Never really, yeah. Okay. He's never been a yeah, bad guy, but he's really. like, he's good. He's just like, he's, he's always just had out a piss poor attitude about being like second to Captain America. Yeah. He's a little unbalanced. He's had some, in the comic books, he had some horrible things happen to him. Not that this character didn't, as far as frame right, but, 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 but he's still a rad character. Like, oh no, yeah, for sure. And there's some talk about like he's like I don't know if I want to come back to the MCU. But I'm like I really, I mean, at this point, like I don't know if he's just talking trash to like to, like feel the crazy, you know? Like, but maybe he's he was awesome. He, he oh yeah, he fits perfect. Wyatt Russell, as far as the actor, the dude's he's awesome. So like ev- yeah, everything the dude's in Overlord, he's so good. Goon too, he's so good. Like, he's great. So as far as, like, I, I can understand being a little apprehensive, I guess, after the initial fan reaction, but I have a feeling that probably that changed after the last episode. Yeah. Just because people get crazy on the internet for no reason. So they start Googling where they who the character is. Right. Hopefully. Well. Whatever. As far as the turn's concerned, I mean, there was enough at the end, because they, like, face him with the two choices. He either goes after Carly, which is what he wants, or he tries to save the people. And he makes the right decision to go try to save the people. So, like, they, they give him the same choice he had before, and this time he makes the right choice. Right. So, like, as a thing, like, the whole last episode for him is very much a redemption episode. And whether that leads him to working for Madame Hydra and Unknowingly. sort of being on the bad side, would oh, yeah. be it would definitely be a thing that wasn't, that wasn't planned for. And, like, I think the whole reason they gave him the wife, the wife in the show is to show that he has the other side also. Right. With without having to go too much deeper in extra episodes for it, so like that was pretty good planning, and like as far as the thing balance is pretty good, I think. Yep. But yeah, as far as uh, as far as shows concerned, really good. I mean, I watched multiple same episodes multiple times. I would still edit the first episode differently, but that's just me. The way it moves, I I, I would do it different, but it's still fantastic. And, like, all this stuff. Something else that's kind of cool that I read about. So, you know the party scene at the very end where they're all having, like, out eaten by the boat? The very end sequence when they're when they're all having their, like, after party thing? Okay. That was filmed, I guess, on day four. They The way they shot a lot of this stuff was what they call drop filming, which means they shoot a bunch of scenes that take place in the same place at the same time. Which makes sense, financially. It makes perfect sense, yeah. It's all to save money and so they don't have to return to another to an older set to go back. But that party, the one that's in the episode, I guess, just started out as all of them sort of having dinner and sort of having, like, their own post-party. And then as it was going on, they're like, we should just film this. This works for what we're doing. So they wound up shooting it as, like, an impromptu party that became the actual ending for the show. That's cool. So, like, kind of neat. Like, just really cool because all the people that are in there aren't just, like, actor people either. It's people that were there at the party. Right. Which is pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, I thought that was pretty neat. Like, there's there's some interesting stuff in there. Like, the whole the whole thing with uh, MLK's house, that's really cool. And just in general, like, his, like Falcon's suit, at the end, it looks it looks so close to the comic book, dude. It's crazy. It's dead on. It murders. Yeah, it's so, it's so close. Good. Yeah. And, like, the idea that they made him vibranium wings and they make sure they tell us they're vibranium is really cool. So, like, and the way they fit together when he bounced a helicopter off of himself, 
the way that happens is so awesome because he uses the, the wings as a shield just like he does when he's blocking bullets. Right. But now it fits in with the shield and it says it's all vibranium. That's why that can happen. Awesome. Yeah, it was super good. Like, they, they, like, they were weak before because they got destroyed because, like, this and this and that. And then, like, he made them ex- that, just, like, that much stronger. Like, well, it's really cool. Like you said, or I, I don't know if they, you said it on the I podcast think, or not. I think, I, 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 well, before, I don't, not to cut you off, sorry. Um, I don't think that they would have done it for somebody if they didn't believe in the person as a hero. Oh, like Wakandan, yeah. The Wakandans wouldn't have built them for some random person. Like, right. I, And I think that, like, you know, like, Bucky was just like, hey, this is what's up. And they're like, yeah, definitely. Like, we'll, we'll take care of it. Like, and so that's why I think it's cool. It's just like, they're, they're, the Wakandans are, as much as I hated on Black Panther, <laughs> I, I did. Like, you know, like, and, I know, and I know. you can laugh a little bit, but like, the cool thing about the Wakandans, like they're they're leaps and above as a as a civilization, like in the in the world in the MCU, and we like they have higher technology, and so they're just like, hey, you know, like with Sam, they're like, we we believe in Sam enough in what he's doing that not one, we're not taking the shield away from him, which they very well could. It's made of vibranium, the way they feel about vibranium. And so they very, could t- and they could take it away from very him. Very ownershipy. But not on top of that, they like, they made him his wings and like they like his his suit in general. Like they just like they're supporting him in his in his quest of being like the next Captain America. They they, they believe in him and like and it shows that like not you know they believe in him as well. Which, sure. Which is cool is like in a lot a lot of people are like, Yeah, they built it for him. Like, well they're not gonna build like just a random thing. Yeah, they're not gonna be yeah. like, oh, go build some wings for like, you know, like Winter Soldier's <laughs> buddy. It's like, oh, you, oh, we're gonna trust this guy that's been brainwashed and murdered a bunch of people. No, they believe in Sam and who he is and what he's all about. Sure, you know, and they made it like Cap. Like they're like, we we believe in you. Like we we know Cap. We know who he would have picked, and we sure. As far as the moniker is concerned, yeah, like I don't. I don't think they would have just done it willy-nilly. So, like, yeah, Bucky's got a pretty good in with them, but at the same time, it took Cap getting Chitala to extend the hand to help Bucky in the first place. Right. So it's all a giant circle. Right. Which is awesome. Which is the point, which is awesome. Yeah. So. But, like, look-wise, and I don't know if we said it on the podcast or not, so if this is a repeat, then sorry. But, like, with Falcon in his suit from the Wakandans, it's like they took Iron Man and Captain America and just mixed them together. Because they, he has all the little drone things, because he uses those to help him lift up the uh, the truck. But he had those as Falcon, though, as well. Yeah, well, he had Red Wing. Did he have the extra the extra pieces also? Because I know he had Red Wing, but I don't remember him having the extra, like, what do you even call those? Satellites, I guess? Or uh, drones? Did he have the extra drones, too? I don't know if he had extra I don't drones, remember but, him but having he, those. he was basically doing the same thing with, with Red Wing, but like, it, oh, yeah. it was just like more. As far as technology is concerned, the extra, this, the extra ones, I'm like, wow, okay, so his suit's got so many different things now, which well, is awesome. It, it just added on, it was just like more right. technology. More Stark Tech style. Yeah, as far as things are concerned, like, uh, the way that whole thing looks is really, really cool. And like, there's a, there's a, there's a piece in the, uh, in the comic books when they first do it, then it's very, very similar. Yeah, as far as the as far as the show's concerned, pretty pretty impressed with everyone. I mean, we've already said that a couple of times. But like Mackie's uh, speech at the end, so good. 
And like when they're leaving, like when him and when him and um, Bucky are walking away, like this whole thing where the whole passing of torch or whatever, because Buck calls him Cap, and like pats him on the back, like reaffirming Steve's choice. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty cool. Like that whole little scene is really awesome. I just thought it was a brilliant. I thought it was brilliantly done. Like like all of it. Oh yeah. Like, even like them having to change a bunch of stuff. Like I, I mean, I, I'd like to see the original cut. Sure. Well, knowing the we'll, pandemic pieces that were supposed we'll, to be in there, we'll probably be, never get that, which is fine. Yeah, but I mean, like, I would yeah. like to have seen it because I think it would have been cooler. Sure. It would be interesting to see how it fit in the show and like what else dynamic wise it made. Right. But even then, like it was the whole thing was really good. So, right. Big fan. Something else is kind of cool in the choreographing when he's uh when he's having that fight with Bad Rock. A lot of the moves he does are the exact same moves he was using training when he was using the shield. So it means he was training for defense. He wasn't training for offense. Right. Which is really kind of like his whole steez, which is cool. Yeah, pretty impressive. Um, Show-wise, and I'll, I'll give you, like, the pacing thing is probably because of the extra pieces they cut out for the couple episodes that are weird, but they're yeah. not bad. They they really aren't. So, even with those... And, and like, you can't... you I mean, you, you even you have to admit, like, as much as you hate on, like, the Sharon Carter thing, like, until we see where that pays off, you can't hate on it until you actually yeah, see where it pays it off. won't make the rest of the show bad. The rest of the show is fine. Like, uh, no, as like, far as the thing. But that was the part that you hated, like. Oh, yeah. Like, hate the show. But it, but in, but until you see where it pays off, I like, I think she's talking to Nick. Right. Which, it, I mean, it, that, it may- that, that makes the most sense as a right answer, that it's connected somehow there. And, like, I would like to think that's the truth. So I guess we'll see. So we'll see where it goes. And, right. and until it doesn't pay off that way, then like you can't hate on it. You got to. I still ho- like the show. You got to. Oh, ho- yeah. You got to hope on it. No, like just that part. We just yeah. got to hope on I it. Hate, so. I still hate that part, but as a thing, I, we I, can't. I think you, well, but if, if she's talking to Nick, you can't hate on it because it's oh, cool. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is like until until it does or doesn't happen. Right. We don't know. So good point. Um. Well, as far as things, I guess that's a, a five star rating. No five. Whatever top five comics five star rating for it, I, I'd give it a five. Yeah, give I thought five. it was great. Yeah, okay. it was just fantastic. I mean, I give it four and a half, but yeah, it's cool. It's it's man, I still like watching it. Like even earlier tonight, I was watching part of an episode. <laughs> so yeah, I dig it. Go watch Winter Soldier Falcon, right? Um, as far as uh, book stuff, books to watch, I got a couple suggestions for folks. Uh, there's a new one that came out this week called Summoner Wars. Or, sorry, Summoner War Legacy. And it's a uh, it's a magic flavored book. Um, it's it's really it's fun. Like I've read issue one already. It's a fun book. Uh, basically, we have a batch of ma- mages that uh, can summon different elementals. And at this point, there's become a giant war between good and bad. Our main character is a female lead, and she's been inducted into the war. Um, but yeah, it, first issue is really good. If you like fantasy stuff, then it'd be a good fit for you. Uh, another one that's coming out pretty soon is uh, Siphon, which is going to be another. It's another one from Image, and Siphon's about an empath that's able to absorb pain that he's surrounded by. Um, it's only going to be three part miniseries, so it's not super long. Uh, we see, see see that guy sometime in July, and a couple of test pages. The art looks really cool. The story seems like a cool idea, and it's a super short one. So I would say check it out just because the character design looks really cool. Um, and then of course Noctera. Which uh, at this point, issue two is going back to second print. Three comes out in about two and a half weeks, and it is still fantastic. Um, Show wise, you probably heard his review issue one. Uh, no, I think three episodes ago. 
uh, it is still fantastic. So if you haven't gotten on that train yet, get to it, because like, we're already in second print on number one, two is going to second print, and three is just about to come out. So those would be the ones I'd suggest at this point, as far as things to look for and read. Um, all three are from Image Comics. Uh, as far as uh, the rest of things, you can find all of our other shows or links to them on the Top 5 Comics Podcast website. Uh, so there's links to Never Been Done Podcast, uh, Scovillionaires, Action Figure Deconstruction, um, Ant-Man Gaming. So there's links on that page for everything. Uh, Instagram, you can check Josh out at... Red Oasis. That's the good one. I mean, if you say so. That's like, I'm working on a new podcast that will hopefully be out by the end of the summer called, um, I'm going to call it the Mank American, which is like a Manchester United podcast. It'll be like just me. It'll be like a 15, 20 minute recap of the week's, um, soccer highlights. But like, um, until then, like, it's kind of like the big thing that I'm working on. But, uh, Red Oasis is like where all the soccer stuff goes. Um, other than that, like everything else is just, either Wendell 24 or Top 5 or Never Been Done Podcast or I Never Been Done, you know, all that stuff. Like, so sure. all, all the regular stuff, but um, that's my new thing. I'm, I'm trying to get that all together, but it's going to be kind of like you have to be real in soccer to be into it. So Sure. Um, you can find my drawings and stuff at Top 5 Comics CBS on Instagram. Uh, anything else? Nope. All right, well, like, rate, and subscribe. Share with your friends. Hopefully it didn't bore you. Uh, if you haven't watched Winter Soldier Falcon and you're still listening, well, you got it spoiled, but you should still go watch it anyway because it's fantastic. Enjoy it. It'll be, it's good. Heck yeah. It's fun. Uh, Taki? No. Oh, come on, man.